Have you been scrolling through many, many, many film podcasts thinking there's far too many of these? Or have you been thinking there's something missing? There's something we're not quite getting. A waffler from Northern England reviewing films, for example. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. No politics, no pandering, no point. Right, welcome everyone. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. I'm here with my auntie Hello. and my mother. Hello. She hasn't been drinking. She's just drinking tea, aren't you, mother? I don't drink tea. I drink coffee. Thank yeah, you. I forget. All right. And don't forget about our lovely... What do we call this again? Is it, pan- is it panettone? Panacotta. Panettone. Panettone. See, this is how we ended up getting Panettone. It, because we had a bit of a thing when I did the podcast with Sean before. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about what we thought was cake and it wasn't. It was bacon. Oh, no, nope, we got it wrong. Because I said pancetta's bacon, isn't it? Yeah, pancetta's bacon. I said panna cotta, which isn't that. It's a bloody mousse dessert thing, and that's the other one. Panettone. That's the one. I just know you got very excited when you found it. And not that excited. Out. No, yeah, you did get very excited. Yeah, it's not. It's a bit dry though, isn't it? It's like a rum cake, isn't it? But bready. I don't know. It's it's weird. We're so civilized. We we. Well, Auntie Claire said she put butter on it. And I said it just needs some nice. Oh mustard. god, that reminds me. I said I'd make somebody a red velvet cake for work tomorrow. Oh, I'll have to go and get some. Anyway, whatever. Uh, what are, are you we... making a red velvet cake for? Oh, somebody at work. It's the bed day tomorrow. You got to try, haven't you? What? By the time we finish this, and it's eight o'clock. Well, uh, it'll be five. Go to Tesco. Get a Betty Crocker. Get one. No, they do a special don't they? they do them little uh, special ones. Tesco's. They do a little red velvet. Do they? I think to do is take it out and like put it on a plate. Yeah, I might put do. Put some yeah. icing sugar on it. And pretend you've made it yourself. Yeah. Squash it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're reviewing Live and Let Die. Roger Moore's first outing as Bond came out in 1973. Um, well, you see, I can't take Live and Let Die seriously because when our fool was little, he couldn't say look, could he? He couldn't. And every time someone says Live and Let Die, I just think with and wet die because that's what our fellow used to say. So even when the song comes on the radio, when you're tooting along, you know, a bit of smooth on the radio. With and wet die, boom, which is the best bit of the film, in my opinion, is the music. I know. Thank you. What terrible, that's my review over. What terrible parents he's got. What person would let a child watch something so violent? You, George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal, isn't it? Especially the. Whose funeral is this? It's yours. Knife right between the ribs. I tell you what, this I don't this will help. Just that bit, you know. No, right, this will help. This will help because what I do for Did these. Did you call him Needy Dead George? No, they didn't. All right. Might be in text. <laughs> Jesus, right? Um, you Kodak. Jesus, these are inside jokes. I will not be just. I'm. I'm not gonna. They'll remain a mystery. Right, so it starts off with the United Nations. <laughs> Jesus, it's gone already. It starts off with the United Nations. They're all sat around looking borders, the borders hell, and then they're born off the tits a lot of them. They sat there okay. with their pieces in. Then the English guy gets his pulled out. What the microphone watch? thing, the oh. microphone jack thing I gets pulled I'm, out. I think the I wall. might go and watch it now because I watch this by the way because I, you know. 
my, my James Bond was Sean Connery, I'm sorry. Not Roger Moore. But if there's a bloke pulling this thing out in the United Nations, I might just go and have a little look. Jesus Christ. Right. Um, and then there's this Olympia band going down the street playing this music, carrying a coffin behind them. Yeah, and then he says, yeah, you remember that. Whose funeral is Who's, it? It's yours, and he just knifes him between the ribs. And then it rips, Ooh. and then his body falls on the floor, and then they just put the they put the coffin over it, and then just lift it up yeah. and carry it. And as soon as he's in the coffin, they're all like, whee! They're all like bopping away. Start and, dancing. Yeah, and they're doing a really like jazzy version of do, 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 do. Mm. And then they like jazz it up. Oh, is that a different No, no. it's not that one, but it is... Sort of like a death march. Oh, I'm going to show But it's absolutely out of it's I out could of sing it, but you wouldn't recognise it. No, you can't sing it. I can't. None no, of us can. Then we go to San Monique, which is an island in the Caribbean. We can when we've had four pints, Sean. Brilliant. All the enthusiasm and the talent. Exactly, yeah. All the gear, you no idea. Jeez, that chair's going to get picked up, the noise of you moving on that chair, you know. Well, I can't help you. I have to sit on a high-back chair. I've just had an, an operation. Thank you. Jesus. Um, yeah. And it, what did you just say there? I said I have. I never said you didn't. I'm just making the viewers aware. That the viewers are listening. creaking. Well, whoever they are, right? If whoever there are, are any of them. Look, they've never turned off by now. Yeah, I probably will have done. <laughs> Since I started speaking. Right. So, <laughs> so it's certainly a change in tone for the Bond films. Because before this, you had Diamonds Are Forever, which is... Well, it can't be humor anyway. See, the music's class. Just the film lets them down. Sorry. Yeah, oh, no, you're, you're right. films are brilliant. Best, gone, best Bond theme tune. Live and Let Die. Mm. This is my choice, remember? Yes, of course. Gone, Sean O. Best. I've got two. Um, see, my man's... Believe it or not, one they never used, so it was it was by Shirley Bassey, but it's called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and it was the original theme tune for Thunderball, till they scrapped it last minute. Right. Um, right. And it's really good. That's. Right. Uh, but if you're talking official ones, from Russia with Love. Now nah, you see, I love Goldfinger. <laughs> oh, Goldmine's Goldmine's a good one. No, Goldfinger, the man with the Midas touch, right? But the best one. Is a spy who loved me. Oh, nobody does. Is it oh, nobody does better? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Was that Carly Simon? Was it Carly Simon? It was Carly Simon. So, That's yeah. one of them that you put on in the car and you turn it off so you screech your head off. Yeah. Oh, that is an excellent. I love that. I might go on this. Goldfinger just reminds me of Alan Partridge, but you haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. I don't like, no. Stop oh. getting Bond wrong. Goldfinger. Spinning around on a luga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. Um, Sorry. The spider's touch. That was me. That was very yeah. wasn't it? Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then you see him in bed with. I thought she was French. She's Italian. And then M turns up, and the boot were in the cupboard. Oh M. No. The... No, it's lady friend. The squeeze. Oh, because oh, M was a bloke. Then wasn't he? it? Wasn't Dame Judy? It's not Judy. He hasn't got Judy. Day. He hasn't oh, been. No. The United Nations things. He, he, there's a high pitched noise, isn't there? Oh yeah. yeah but does it knock him out or does it kill him? I think it kills him. Uh, I loved how the rest of them just weren't asked. They're all like sat there bored. Yeah. And he just collapses and they're all like, like real high pitched noise and he goes 
and just it is very like cartoony. So I think he's dead. Yeah, and all the others are like, but that's got no bearing on this. <laughs> that's got no bearing on the story. I was just thinking, I've got it's got no bearing. It's got no bearing on the story. No, they do. They all the rounded. They're in like a semicircle table, and there's a guy talking. I think it's a country in Africa, right? And he's talking in his native language, right? And then all the others are listening. Then you get this. It goes to like this booth where they, you're getting watched. And there's a guy going, and what is going on in my country? And he's giving like the translation of it. And it's in an earpiece. And then you see this hand unplug this like jacks of a microphone. And then a, a new one gets plugged in. It's red because it's got to look different. Over. And then a high pitched noise like goes in his ears and he like and collapses. And then nobody around the table, everyone's just sat there bored like this with the heads resting on their hands. And none of them are bothered. They all just kind of go on. Until the people who were sat in chairs, they were, I don't know what they are, transcribers or something. They all started going, ooh, like pointing at that, like looking like, oh, someone's going on here. But, but it's got no bearing on the story. Ah, but has it though? What nation is he from? Is it San Monique? Oh, I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It must have been. Or, or is he one of the agents? Because that is isn't he one of the agents when Bond gets called in? Doesn't don't they say we've lost two? He said, No, M says um three agents have been killed. And then they end up um oh well we, yeah, so the Italian uh, lass ends up in the cupboard. Many penny sees her and Many Penny. Oh, yeah, she oh she's her into the cupboard. He's like what did I say? Yeah, because she opens the door and reaches a course. Money penny did I say? You said many penny. <laughs> yeah, her as well. Uh, so, is I, that I can't the one now. where he undoes a dress with, with the magnet wash? wash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every gadget in this one, yeah. Mandy, you've got to watch um, it. Oh, it. The more you're talking about it, yeah, it just goes dead yeah. smooth. Sheer magnetism. You've, she's like, you've got such a light touch. Yes. Um, and then he takes a 747 to San Monique, which is meant to be the Caribbean. It's made up quite somewhere. And then there's, uh, what's her name? Solitaire with the tarot. It's the tarot card one. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a bit weird. Yeah, it does. He goes to New York. Meets Does Phoenix. it got the witch doctor in it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm coming back. Baron Sandy. Yeah, it's coming back. Um, and, oh, yeah, so they're driving along this American freeway, and the, the driver's just there, and Bond's tooting, they're just tooting along. And then the guy comes in a car, and this, they call it a pimper bill. It's, but it's not like American a, if it's in San Monique, is it? No, no, no. They, oh, I might have mixed up. They haven't, he hasn't gone there yet. Right? Oh, so that's all right. No, he's in America, isn't he? Yeah. To see what's going on. Have oh, to be in America. Yeah, he's in America, yeah. right? Okay, and then they're driving along with this pimpmobile, this white that's Cadillac. A film I know it is. Have you still watched that? What? Have you watched it yet? What? A sad story. No. Isn't he missing a I've told you. I've told you to do that one. Anyway, um, so it pulls that's alongside, so cool. and then there's we'll get we'll get copyrighted if you don't care. Well, then there's a there's a mirror. It shoots it shoots a dart into the guy's head. Does. And he's dead. And he's just like they continue going down the freeway and James is starts getting a bit quick because the guy's foot like falls on the accelerator. And James is like, steady on old boy, let's get there in one piece. And then the car starts careering about and the footage is a bit sped up, so it looks a bit. Uh, and well, what was CGI that? in nineteen seventy. Yeah, but 16. when you speed it up, it, it looks a bit it's not sped up that much, but it's... anyway, um, so it turns out the Americans, the CIA, have booked Kananga's embassy, or the embassy he goes to, and because he, I don't know, is he the Prime Minister, I think? Prime Minister of this San Domenico. Um, But he just starts this tape, 
for the Americans to listen to. You know, like one of those old-fashioned reels. I'm boring myself. Claire? That's all meant to despair. All right, okay, so then... We'll keep going with that they're going, there, they're going there. Bond goes to that cult voodoo shop, and basically every he ends up going through Harlem in a taxi after they've sorted out the car crash bit. Um, because the CIA guy who meets him there, who's a black agent, says to him, oh, well done, Bond, like, great disguise, a white man in Harlem. Um, and then he, because he walks in this club, and every person he goes past, they're like, there could be shining shoes, and everybody like pulls out microphones and radios, and they're like, he's yeah, on the way. Yeah, watching it. Yeah. Right. So, is it uh, called Philip Assault? The restaurant. Uh, yeah. Philip Assault, no, you're right, yeah. So yeah, he ends up at Philip Assault in Harlem. But the, the language in it's like, uh, well, I mean, you wouldn't get away with it now. Like, loads of people call Bond a honky in it. Which is like an, apparently an offensive term for white people. And the, the, it, he says to the guy for 20 bucks, he doesn't realise the guy, the taxi driver, isn't it? He says, for 20 bucks, take me to this address. And he's like, it's in Harlem. And he's like, all right, then fine, I'll take you there. And then he says, for 20 bucks, I'll take you to a KKK cookout. And it's like, so some of the humour is quite. Yeah, it's really. What? KKK. Clue Fox Clap. Sorry, I thought yeah. you said KKK. We should no. talk properly. What's that got to white people? Uh, okay. What cake? Oh, mind. Right. Um, and then and then they're all like, you you got a honky on your tail. It's all very like... There are some people that don't like the film because they say it's very, very stereotypical of how people perceived black people back in the 70s. Right. Okay. And they called it black black exploitation. Yeah, I was having read that. But yeah. it has the first black Bond girl in it. Mm-hmm. Played by, um, hang on a minute, try to remember her name. Well, the CIA agent Harold Stutter, he's black. He gets killed in the same way that the fella gets killed. You know when he gets stabbed, it's yeah. the except they don't show you it. You just see it coming later on. You're yeah, like, oh, that's happening again. Rosie Carver, that's it. That's the agent that she was played by. I wrote it down. Uh, Gloria Hendry. But because of apartheid in South Africa, all her scenes were cut. Because originally they wanted Solitaire to be a black woman. But the producers or whoever decided, no, we can't. We best not do that because um, it, it'll get banned in Amer- uh, uh, not America. It'll get banned in South Africa because it was in the apartheid government, it's and it'd get yeah, it get banned elsewhere. Matter. So they're like, no, we're not. So what is this a sixties one or a seventies one? Nineteen seventy-three. So this is this is the, yeah. So this is the first. And you think that's in our lifetime? I know. Yeah, there is like racism in it, but it, it's from all sides. To be fair, yeah. so um, got a bit serious there, didn't it? Um, what happens next? Yeah, so uh, he ends up at the fillet of soul, and I put he's just so out of place. Like for a start, he's the only white person in there. <laughs> what? No, that no, that wasn't a joke. That was good, that John. Well, it was well done there. Yeah. I didn't even. You got do so it. <laughs> and out of place. Yeah. 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 Very good. I, so, I know, I didn't even mean it. It's the first time he goes, when he goes down through the floor or when he spins in the booth. No, the first time where he spins in the booth, like right. the wall moves and he ends up on the other side of it. And then all of a sudden this guy's just like, this really silky voice is just like, uh, relax, baby, Mr. Big's going to take care of you. And it's like, what the, it's like, what the hell's, like, it's absolutely, it's absolutely out there, this film. Uh, he meets Solitaire, the tarot reader. Because you get the whole bit with a lover's card. He meets Teehee with a hand claw. Uh, no, he does. Um, and he crushes Bond's gun, which is pretty cool. He bends it like that. 
uh, and he snaps the end off. And then um, they're like, take this. Yeah, very painful. He says, take this honky out and waste him. So they, they take Bond out to shoot him. And then he gets, this is where he gets saved by Harold Strutter, who's the black agent. Although he stood in the middle of, I mean, yeah, he's black, but he's still stood in the middle of the street in a suit. So he's not exactly blending in either. It's very weird, like, anyway. Yeah, but Bond films were very tongue-in-cheek somewhere. Oh, no, this is like, this is ridiculously tongue-in-cheek, this one. Um, And Bond manages to knock two of the the guys out, two of the muscle out. Uh, Because Harold Strutt is like, there's only one person who could get that much black muscle in this part of them. It's got to be this Mr. Big, who we figure out is like a drug dealer. Um... And what? Nothing. No, I, I just said to Claire that's very stereotypical. You you presume he's a drug dealer. He might not be. He is a drug dealer. Oh, you said we presume he is. Yeah, because of what you're finding out. It's sort of building up to. Oh, no, right. you don't find out he's a drug dealer yet. Right. But you figure out. I mean, how many people can get that many people in on something if they're not a drug dealer? But saying that, I loved this as a kid, and I didn't have a clue. At all, what it was all really about. It was just exciting. Yes. So, um, they're the, the trying to figure out the link between this foreign prime minister Kananga and this Mister Big. Oh yeah, this is where I meet your mate Baron Samadhi. You know the, the yeah. voodoo man. So it's yeah. Sam Monique now with the uh, with the festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond checks into the hotel. Like, oh, Mrs. Bond's been expecting you, and that's Rosie Carver, the CIA agent, right? Right. Um, who he seduces in about five minutes. Yeah. It must she brushes him off at first. Yeah, but then there's that little hat on the bed, isn't there? That oh, yeah, yeah. Hat and she screams. Um, oh, yeah. This is after Bond kills a snake with a, with a, with a cigar and a lighter. Uh, it's uh, a shaving like a, form or something. It's like after it? shave, I think, isn't it? Yeah. The snake um, comes through the vent and he goes. <sighs> yeah. And then she's, she's like screaming because of this hat. And then they go to the. Ceremony thing, don't they? Yeah, that's the bit where she says, "Well, James, James, please stay with me tonight." And he's like, "All right, darling, if you insist." Twisted my arm. Um, then we meet Quarrel Junior, who is the son of Quarrel from Doctor No. That's the one who gets killed by the flamethrowing tank. So it's meant to be his son. So like linking it back to the other films. Um, you didn't of... know that. Yeah, well, the cop Quarrel Junior. Um, Kananga's lady is this tarot reader. Um, and he says, oh, this Rosie's been more capable, capable than I imagined. So she's on their side, even though she's CIA. It's all a bit... She's a double agent. Yeah. Um, and then... Nasty this lady. Mm. And then she ends up getting killed anyway. She gets shot in the back by this little voodoo doll thing in the forest. It's all a bit weird. Um, oh, yeah, because this is the bit where James is about to shoot her. He's like, tell me... He's like... He's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, tell me. Um... He realises she's a secret agent. Right. But the Easter juice are on this island and there's all these little dolls watching them all the way around the island. And then what line does she come out with? Oh, yeah, she says, uh, she, she said, wouldn't kill me. Not after what we've just done. But I certainly wouldn't have killed you before. <laughs> um, so, um, Solitaire. There's a really like I don't know if you noticed this. I've never noticed it. I haven't for years. The bit where um, I don't know which one it is. Basically, the spoilers. Kananga is Mister Big, but I didn't realise it. They weren't meant to be. 
the whole disguise bit at the end, I was like, all right, I've, I've figured out they're with the same person. It's all of it. It's a bit yeah. shit. Um, the bit with, um, so the really quite a rough scene between her and Mr. Big or Kananga, whoever yeah. the fuck it's supposed to be. And she's, uh, he basically says, um, like your mother had the powers before and she lost them. And you figure out between the lines that if she has sex for the first time, she'll lose her powers of sight. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, you'll have, you'll keep your powers to add sight to take them off you. There's that scene where he basically threatens her. And then we get Bond. They say, oh, where's Bond? And you see him paragliding with a cigar, as you do. And Bond boots this guy off a cliff. I don't know who he's with. I don't know if he's a henchman or if he's just some poor bugger looking at the, stood on the edge of a cliff, talking. He just boots him off. It's all a, it's all a bit weird. It's all a bit strange, that bit, isn't it? Yeah. And then Solitaire, I don't know where she comes from, but Bond's sat in her little chair. Because the hat's attached yeah, to the chair. Yeah, the cloak on, yeah. doesn't he? And he's playing with the cards. To give her this kind of mystique. And then he, he gives her this deck of cards and each takes one out and it's the lovers again. And then he seduces her and you see him put the cards on the table and he's like, they're all lovers. He's got a big staff. So he tricked her essentially, which is a bit. So does she lose sight then? She not her She loses like her powers, yeah. Yeah. Because James gives her one. Pretty much. Yeah, but he oh, cheats because he cheats as he's kissing her. He throws the deck of tarot cards down, and all the lovers. But he's I mean, a bit she's of a cad, isn't he? But she's shown. She's shown some. She's shown some. She's. I don't know. She's shown a lot of interest in him before. Like, she has been picking out the cards before, like, properly with her sight, and it kept coming up with the lovers. And it's James, of course, so it was always going to happen. There's no point pretending it wasn't. So is part of a secret agent's kit a set of tarot cards with the lovers? <laughs> you are going to say condoms? Yeah, though? I was going to say <laughs> condoms. Um, I hope so, otherwise there's going to be an awful lot of little bombs in the boat. Um, yeah. A pack of tarot cards. I'd see, I thought with that the as lovers? well. Like, I where did that. you produce those from? I reckon he ran Q. He was like, Q. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sca- I'm gonna send you there, this. There was no internet or printers <sighs> back then, or was the, the, there? Well, there's always some cool little sod on the water bike all the way through France, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Italy, yeah. Um, that was Saint Simon. Moritz, Saint Moritz. Oh, Saint Monique. Oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah. But that's not in France. It's in the Caribbean. Well, you hop on a boat and. Phew. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and then... Tarot cards, Mr. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sign this while I take a picture of you at the door? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, for, for the listeners, uh, my, my, mother's, my mother's just Could pulled the face. My mother's just pulled the face. Would you like to explain? Please explain what happened. Oh, no, because this would be boring to anybody else. No, I won't be. So, I've, I've been off work. So I've been in hospital and had an operation. And the Mum, people... can you put your violin down? Yeah, hang on. Right, no. Well, I have to, I have to set the scene. Set the scene, yeah. So the people I work with clubbed together and sent me a plant, and it was the next one, and it, when I had a look on the website, they, they were pretty nice, you know what I mean? Anyway, so the girl I work with phoned and texted me and said, oh, did, did you get your plant man that we sent yesterday? This was Thursday. We'd been sent on a Wednesday. I went, oh, no, we didn't. Um, no, I even had a plant delivered. So she went, oh, what number do you live again? So I told her the number. She went, oh, we sent it to the wrong number. So she sent me a picture, like, because it had been delivered, she sent me a picture, my plant, in a next box in somebody's porch. So because I was a bit disabled at the time, I said to my husband, go and find out where this plant is. 
So he had to walk up our road, and we do. How many how many houses are in this road? About about fifteen. Fifteen 16, tops. It's not, not a many, big road. So he wandered up and he went, "Oh, Amanda, I found the house where it's been delivered. I've knocked on the door, but nobody's answered. But there isn't a car in the drive, so okay then." So that was in the afternoon. So he went up again about six o'clock, thinking, "Well, if they'd been at work, I told you this was boring." Not a boring. So anyway, nobody answered the door. So I left it a couple of days, and I was telling our Sean. So, so Sean, will you go and see if you can get this plant for me? Bear in mind, this poor little plant will have been probably withered and dead. This was about three, four days later. I hope it's a triffid, me. I, I really do. Oh, do I hope it's... Well, it hasn't eaten them, hasn't it? So, Sean went up, and he could tell there was somebody there, but they didn't open the door. There was a telly on. There was a telly on. The, light on up, the big light on upstairs was on. Yeah. You could hear it. The car was in the driveway. So, um, so they didn't answer the door. About oh God, a week later, mm. I said, I was telling my daughter the tale. She went, oh, well, I'll, when I turn my car around at the top, I'll jump out and go and have a look. So she knocked on the door. There was people in, telly on, lights on. Nobody opened the door. And when she turned her car around, as she turned her car around, they shut the blinds. So I'm thinking, and, and I was really cross. Everybody else thought it was hilarious about this plant, right? But I was really cross because people I'd work had bothered to have a little collection and send me a lovely plant for my convalescent, right? Convalescence. Convalescent. <laughs> Whatever, right? So anyway, so I sort of, like, we ended up laughing and I said, well, I've lost this plant. <laughs> so then my youngest daughter... You haven't lost it, you never bloody had it. No, that's true. My youngest daughter can be a little bit feisty. So I'll go get it. This you was bowled up the road. Yeah, this you? was a good week and a half after, so I'm telling her. She this went, plant's well dead, by the She now. went... I can't believe that. How rude is that? Bulls up the road, hammers on the door till the woman opens it. Uh, Ella, I think you've got a plant that belongs to my mother. Oh, uh, no, we, uh, no, we haven't got a plant. She said, well, you haven't got it delivered. It was a week on last Wednesday and she got a plant delivered from next. It was from the people she worked with. Oh, she said, no, she said they did deliver it, but we didn't take it in because we didn't know it belonged to. So we gave the driver it back. My daughter said, We've got a photograph of it in your porch. You accepted the parcel. Oh, no, no, we didn't. Sorry, we took it back. We sent it back. So I even got me plant. But, and you may not believe this, they've got a very suspicious looking plant in their bay window. <laughs> and I think that's my plant. And I've just turned around tonight and they're goading you because the blinds are half opened just to frame this beautiful plant yes. in their front window. And it's, and it's in a white vase, isn't it? Oh, it's definitely next quality. Yeah, definitely. so I think. But, you know, the conclusion I've come to, right, if they're that desperate for a £25 plant from next, fill your boots. Do you know what I mean? How rude. How rude is that? And I'm absolutely fuming about it. I thought I would find it funny right now, but actually I don't. The funniest thing was when your husband said, I it's from next, it's from next door. <laughs> So I even, in my disabled state, had a wander up the road yesterday on my crutches and I did stare in the window. But... So you've actually seen your plant then? Are you impressed with the thought behind it? I don't know if it's mine. I didn't really do. Oh, it's definitely yours. Oh, you know me, I'm full of shit. I had a quick glance in the window. I didn't stand there and glare in the window. Yeah, and hobbled away as quick as you could in your crutches. I did when I turned round. And I had it on full beam as well, the car, and I stared. <laughs> and, and is that... A, it's you a will talk about the plant. What you say it was, 
Is it like an orchid thing? Yes, it's an orchid. In it's a white orchid in the white pot. It's in the front window with the blinds above that far apart and a spotlight. Do you know? What I think gonna... there's fairy lights wrapped around I'm it gonna... now as well. <laughs> I'm going to take a photograph of it and I'm going to send it to the girl at work and say, "This is what you ordered." Yeah. See that? It just it infuriates me. I'm dead cross about it. How did we get on about my plant? I've no idea. Well, um, not my plan. <laughs> so, um, it's a thought that counts. Yeah. So, for anybody, yeah, it, it better be, it better be, it's a bloody good job, isn't it? Didn't get a real one. So, for anybody wondering, um, who's just tuned in, we're listening, we're reviewing Live and Let Die. Um, although, like the middle of this, I mean, it, it, is, it does drag a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't think the action sequences are, I mean, the, the plain action, I can see. <laughs> The plain action sequence, um, I shouldn't drink sherry before I start these, isn't there? Uh, I've drank it in my life. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. It's only fortified wine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mother. It tastes of being a teenager. Oh, Claire, like a glass of sherry. Is it like vinegar? Is it like... Is it like pissy vinegar? Oh, no, it's, it's when you like seventies and eighties, when you grew up a little, your auntie thought they being dead good, didn't they? Like yeah. treating you as a grown up when you and went round getting Christmas. snowballs. Yeah, would you would you like a glass of sherry for Christmas? Uh, see, we got books fizz at like people's like tenth or eleventh parties and that, but yeah, books fizz wasn't fashionable when we were younger. Uh, was really. snowball or sherry? I thought snowball was Christmas. Yeah, it is. Snowball's lovely. Yeah. Anyway, just like anyway. just like watching the film, my attention wanes somewhat in the middle. Yes. I mean, I do think there's the iconic bit with the speedboat flying to the end, Sergeant J.W. Pepper. But outside of that, there's not a lot of action in this film. It, it feels more like a kind of TV film, you know what? Yes. It's more, it's more about... Oh, I don't know. I see. I think if it's got everything... Because it's got a monorail and it's got the alligator farm. and it's Oh, yeah, got... he skips over the alligators, doesn't he? Yeah, with Teehee with his hook opening the tins. Yeah, and... you've got Earl Jolly Brown as Whisper. The yes. guy is like... Yeah, you've got Whisper as well. Um, it's just got everything. Oh, I could just think of Whisper. A Whisper's a, a chocolate bar done in this country, isn't it? I don't think they get it anywhere else. Oh, they probably call it Shush or something in America. No, that's Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'd love to meet the people. How have you been shopping? Yeah, I've got you some shush bars as a treat. Honestly, I, I love, I, I'd love to meet the people who come up with the names. I'd but like to work there. Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. Yeah. We'd have some beautiful We would. Don't mind my mate on a management course for Aldi. Really? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, see, this we can get sidetracked. You know how it goes. A few action sequences. There's a big one. Um, with the speedboats, and you meet Sheriff J.W. Pepper. You know where it flies. Do you over. know wherever that was filmed? I think it's Louisiana somewhere. Right, Uncle Bill. Right. Was there, and he watched them filming that. You ask your dad because he told me that load. Well, he started to tell us, but I think yeah. we were talking about your work, weren't we? I so think we were. Huh? Yeah, Uncle Bill, or was it Uncle Mike? One of them saw, saw that being filmed because. Oh. He saw, like, you know, where the speedboat comes over the road. Yeah. And goes well, yeah, do you know where, where the second one hits his sheriff's car? That wasn't supposed to happen, apparently. Oh, wasn't it? No, no. Wasn't and it? and uh, the actor who plays Sheriff J.W. Pepper, I can't remember his name, um, he, 
his reaction is is real. Like when he's like, oh, because and they kept it in. Yeah. Um, so when the police officer says it's one of them, their car boats. I don't know whether they they put that in after uh, when ah, they worked right. it. Um, but and then you Baron Samadhi and his laugh. I can't do his laugh. I wish I, I wish I was able to. Um, and then yeah, so um, oh, they have the old the whole. Um, there's a really so just after that bit where the the speedboat hit. This is what I mean about the humor. Just after the speedboat hits his car, there's a guy on the radio like Sheriff Pepper. There's a woman called up here. Her dog's foaming up their mouth. She's locked it in the shed. She wants to know if you'd come over and shoot it for her. And you're like, what's this? And then, Very bizarre film. Yeah, and he's like, I'm here coming, doing this here vehicle. You know, the, vehicle. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, because he gets on the radio and he's like, we got a lot of black Russians down here. I'm like, black Russians? Where's he? It was all communism, that wasn't it? it was all Is just... that the one where they say he's a, a secret agent and he says, on whose side? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, there he is, the son of a bitch. <laughs> and the woman, the woman swears as well. That's unusual for a Bond film. Right. You know when, he, when James is in the, um, in the plane with that, with that woman? Before oh, this bit. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, her. and he takes the wing. They're like, shut the door. Why do you shoot the plane? They shut these doors and it chops the wings off. This yeah. woman's there like, I'm here for a flight, like a, a teaching flight. She's there for a flight lesson and Bond, and Bond jumps, jumps in, in. <laughs> and takes her and managed to take the winds off the plane a lot. And then he jumps out and he says, same time tomorrow, doesn't But he? before that, as they're going through the, as they're about to get to the, the doors that are closing, she's like, oh, shit. And you're like, because Bond films don't usually have swearing in. No. So it's very, I said before, before we started, about, I like my films, like my Bond films quite British. And this is a little bit, it tips over into American. Being quite American-y in a bit because mm. it's basically set in America in a bit of the Caribbean. Like he do, he's not even doing the same any. Only with Miss Many Penny. <laughs> no, he's in, he's in. Oh, is that in England? Whatever. What did I say? Yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah, because he goes in the office, doesn't he? And he's about the three agents. Right no, that's no, that's his appointment. That's his appointment. That's his appointment. Fucking. That's his apartment because he may he gets the appointment. That's his appointment. He's living in, you know. No, because M comes in and he's got that coffee machine and the coffee machine's dead. Oh loud. yes. And he's like, he's like, is that all it does? And he's like, they are, sir. Um, because it, you can see what the the humor's like, very right at the start. Because he's he's like hiding this woman from M, and he manages does it beautifully. And then uh, Miss Money Penny turns up, and it's hard to say. She turns up and um, she sees this Italian last trying to like. Do the walk of shame and get out like hugging her claws and all that. Oh, right. And she shoves it in the cupboard anyway. So she leave a, did she leave a big shoe by the front door? Possibly. Um, do you remember Russ Abbott when he used to do Basil and Bond? And Miss Funny Fanny. Miss Funny Fanny, he called her. I have you heard of Russ Abbott? Mm. Oh, you know that's yeah. like, Oh, what an atmosphere. He was always on the telly, Sorry. Russ Abbott. He was daft. It's and he used to do like a show and he had like little sketches. Oh. And he used, I'm Bond. Was it Basil and Bond? Wasn't that a bank? No, it was an envelope. Oh, Basil Bond. And then, like, Miss Moneypenny, you used to call her Miss Funny Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The American won't get that either, will I? Because um, it's different, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, Fanny's yeah. a bum, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, American. Whereas the Fanny's a Fanny, are you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then he just, well, it's not fun. Just when. <laughs> 
Boat Partridge, wasn't it? It was. Disgusting. Um, the bit where, before I saw, Sheriff J.D. Pet was like, I'll call my brother. He's got the quickest boat now in Louisiana. And he calls his brother. And his brother, the one of the henchmen turns up and he's talking to him. And he's like, oh, you, you're not having this. Everybody wants this boat. And the guy just clocks him on the head and knocks him out. And, and then he steals it. his boat. And then you get all that. Another bit of a check. It's a bit. It's with a bond music going. With the speedboat chess. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Um, and they drive to a wedding. And oh, yeah. the care. Yes, they do. And yeah. the wife's like, ooh. It's like, oh. Um, and then he chucks peril in this guy's face. And he ends up driving into the front end of a ship that's open for some reason. And then there's like a massive explosion. Um, then he go, they go back to the island. This is right towards the end. And they basically oh, firebomb the poppy fields, which they used to grow. It's heroin and stuff. Because the guy's plan is he wants to give away like $2 billion worth of heroin for free. Get loads of people addicted. Put all his competitors out of business. And then once once they've mm. all gone, he will like put the prices, whack the prices up. Ah, he's um, a master plan, say. Oh, yeah. Baron Samadhi pops up out the ground. Bond shoots him in the face. But it turns out to be a model. Like, because he's got, like, a big, big American gun. They, drop, they, they dropped a lot of, uh, you know, like classic things like the martini. He doesn't drink that. He drinks bourbon. But bourbon. Fucking bourbon. 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 Oh, my God. Does he, he still drive his Aston Martin? No, he drives that. that one. He, just he drives a bus. There's a scene with a double-decker bus. That's boring. Uh, they take the top off. That's about it. But you get that. We've had that about three times in our town, so it's not that entertaining. We have. But when he goes back to the Baron Sandy bit, he, he sees what happens, doesn't he? So he taps on the gravestone and then he goes yeah. down. Oh, yeah, he goes and down. And this is when it's <gasps> proper bonding. Well, yeah, we've missed a bit before that where he goes back to the Dover Soul Club, whatever it's called, right? He goes back there. The Fillet of Soul. The Fillet of Soul, Dover Soul. ruining my favourite film ever Fillet, here. Fillet of Soul. So he goes back to the Dover Soul Club and he's sat at the chair. He goes, he goes back with the guy. He goes back with Felix. Felix Leiter, not, not a cat. Would have been good for a cat, though, wouldn't it? Felix <laughs> fish. Anyway, so this, so he says, oh, come And the guy says, oh, he's a... There's no fish involved in Soul. I know, it doesn't matter. Fillet of fish. <laughs> yeah. All right, so they go in the Fillet of fish. I'm impressed with that. So they go in the Fillet of fish. No, it's like a... Jazz restaurant. Then they go, yeah. Then they go in the Philomena. Um, the then they go in the um then they go in the Philomena bar. And then the, the guy tries, he's like, Oh, over here, gentlemen. Um uh can you do you want to sit over here? And it's a booth against the wall and bond because of earlier on with when he gets twiddled around in one. He's like, No, I'm not sitting there. I had, I had a bad experience. I had a bad turn in the booth, and you're like, Oh James, I'm funny. And then they sit there because you've got anything closer to the bands, they're sitting right in the middle of the floor, and I'd forgotten most of this film. And there's a bit where Felix, there's, oh, Mr. Light is a call for you. I love that in these films. Like, even back when there was no more battles, why would somebody know you were at this random fillet of fish flipping restaurant? Anyway, so he, off he pops with the... the no, it's called the Dover No, that's what I called it. It's called the fillet of You soul. called it the Philomena two seconds ago. Yeah, anyway. Oh, so. God, he's turning him off uh, the royal family. Yeah, yeah. Filly of fish. Filly of fish. <laughs> so he's in the filly of fish. Felix goes He wasn't the magpie, would he? Possibly, and then, and then as he's there, Bond sat there waiting for him. All of a sudden, the flipping tail drops to the floor, ends up in the lair, and then the floor goes back over, and all the like the waiters and that rush over and put all the stuff back out. Put the table back. Put the up table and set back. it for Felix. It's all very slickly back. done. Mm, but uh, the singer singing "Live and Let Die" is yeah, she she is. proper dramatic. 
and like doing all these like moves towards Bond and all this, and then he drops down. But you can tell this must happen all the time because everybody, nobody bats an eyelid. He just disappears. He just he just drops to the floor. And it's like, That's pretty good. Need to reset um, the table now. Yeah. <laughs> and she just keeps singing. Oh yeah, she? yeah. And she doesn't break sweat. Yeah. And. <laughs> 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 um, and then we see solitaire again. Now I did put it was a good like a good evil there, uh, proper proper bomb villain there. Um, and then they have these compressed air pellets for the sharks, and um, they shoot. This is about the humor. They shoot the sofa that whisper, which is this big guy uh, who only whispers fully enough. And they shoot the they shoot the sofa, and the sofa blows up and like blows up with air, and then pops, and he falls off the back of it. Uh, yeah, I know it's a bit it's a bit random. Um, and the, the main villain's laughing. And this is where he rips his prosthetic mask off. And it turns out Kananga and Dr. Big are the same. Because he's asking, did you touch this point to solitaire? Oh, yeah. And he says, the gentleman never tells. And he says, did you touch this? Oh, he backhands her as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He probably smacks it up. But, uh, um, Kananga. Like James won't say, the gentleman never tells. Um, and he says, I'll, I'll talk to... Is it? I'll talk to Mister Big. Or I'll talk to Kanaka. Yeah, I'll tell tell Mister Big. Oh, I'll tell him when I see him. And he like yeah, and then he rips his face off. Face off. Oh. And it's like it's him. And then, um, Bob. St- sorry. And then they take his watch off him, and they say they say to her, "The serial number on the back of the watch is it this?" And they say three six whatever. And she's like, "Got." She's got a card sat there. And she's like, "Yes, it's true." And then, uh, one of the henchmen knocks Bond out. Oh no, it's a uh, Teehee knocks Bond out, and then. Uh, the guy with the like pincer hook thing, he takes him off, um, and then what happens to her? And then they're on, they're up above the um, shark tank, aren't they? And they're oh, they're tied up. They're yeah, tied up. And he cuts Bond's arm, doesn't he? With yeah, and he cuts it because the blood attracts the sharks. And then you think, how are they going to get out of this? And Bond uses, get Bond uses the it. magnet watch, and he gets and the he, air pellet. Um, thing yeah. like on his watch, well, doesn't he cut through? With and he, the, with and he the... takes the uh, you don't think he cuts through the rope with like the with watch, watch, turns it into, like a bus watch, yeah. And then he he gets off that and swings off it. She's still up there hanging about, and then <laughs> he cheers literally hanging about. And he gets uh, Mr. Big, or whatever his name is, and he's fighting with him. And then they both end up in the water, and you think, Oh, the sharks. And then he manages to get the air pellet in Kananga's mouth, and then it. He makes like, him eat it. it. Yeah, it makes him swallow it because he's underwater and then he starts to like face blows up and then you see this like horrific prosthetic doll fly towards the ceiling and explode. And it just explodes. And it's like the most ridiculous Bond villain death ever. Um, Doesn't he say something really he's funny like, then as well? Uh, yeah, because the solitaire's like, where's 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 Kananga? He's like, uh, he always did have an inflated uh, like opinion of himself. And you're like, oh, too. <laughs> Um, he just died, though, the, the actor. It was only a couple months ago, I think. The actor who played Kananga, he's only just yeah. died. Um, and then Bond and Solitaire get on the train. And then the, the, the like, Lord and his sack's on. And then there's a brilliant shot of, like, Teehee's little claw comes out and, like, slices the sack open. And not that kind of sack, not that kind of sack. Slices this, like, grain sack or whatever open. Um, and then they're on the they're on the they're on the bed and Bond pulls this bunk down. She climbs up, God knows why. She climbs on it. Uh, and then T and she she's laid in the bed like, oh James. And she's got her eyes and says, Oh James, I just I love the feel of you touch or something, just reach out. And she's got her hand out. And then who puts his hand out with the claw? Then T She's not looking. Um, and then Bond <laughs> Bond comes, comes in and sees him. Bond me. comes out the bathroom in this little train. It's very from Russia with love, like the ending of that. Um, which I don't mind. 
and Tiki sees him, and Tiki just like whacks the bunk bed and it just flips it back into the wall. I laugh my head off. I laugh my head off about seven or eight times watching this film. Proper out loud laugh. It's really um, cheesy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he fights with him, and Bond gets these little. Cl- I don't know why he's got a suitcase full of clippers. I have no idea where that's from. He's a secret agent. Oh, well, he looks more like a hairdresser. Anyway, whatever. Um, he does all these little clippers and stuff. God knows. He grabs one of those as he's getting choked. And he snips like these little wires that control the claw. And the claw gets stuck on. Um, should have taped this. The way. Gets stuck it's on this. The, you know, the, the apartment it's window. It's one of those slide down windows. Yeah, yeah. One of the slide down windows. Um, and he grabs yeah. on. And, it gets and then stuck. he goes twang, twang. Yeah. And then Bond chucks him off um, off the train while she's still in the bunk bed, like the banning trying to get out. Um, and his arm's just there. Bond chucks it out. And he's like, uh, she's like, James, that wasn't very funny. But she thinks he's flipped her. I don't know how from inside the room. Did say just being disarming, did you? Something just like being that. disarming, darling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Um, and then you think, oh, the film's finished. And then it shows the front of the steam train. And Baron Samadhi's on it laughing his head off. Like, literally right yeah, on the front of the train. Laugh. Yeah. And it's then, then that's the end of the film. Doesn't it? <laughs> Whatever he does, I don't know. It's all I can't do it justice. But I did. I, I laughed out loud several times in this film. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I know you look like you love this story. It's oh, one of your favourites. But I'm, my friend Ross does who I did Thunderball review with. He was good <coughs> when he found out you were doing this. He was oh. like, "Oh, so we've we've agreed to do a view to a kill, which is arguably one of the worst Bond films." But what can you do? Um, but uh, I, it's not really this this kind of humour. I enjoyed it, but it's not one that I'd. Put on. I if wonder you know I mean. if it's the first one I ever saw, maybe. Because can you imagine seeing all that as a little kid, like how exciting it is? Because the drugs and everything yeah, just goes over your head because yeah, you don't yeah. know what yeah, that yeah. is. But the beautiful lady and the speedboat chase and the yeah. alligators and the sharks and it just I yeah, don't know, I, just I, reckon happy kid, yeah I reckon as a kid it would be great, but yeah. It's a bit like Batman and Robin for me. That's a, an awful film, but I remember Dad got me that when I went get my tonsils out. So I love that film, even though it's, yeah. I could be as an adult terrible to watch. It's like this; like it's a bit silly for me. Um, but like I said before, I'd, I'd take a film like this. I'd watch this film every day for the rest of my life, than I would the over New the last ones. few films yeah. that since two thousand and six have been terrible, dour and miserable. Anybody, well, anybody who listens to the podcast will know. I'm not much. That's only our opinion, isn't it? It won't be. I'm sure. Oh God, yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah. Mine as well, no. Amanda. If I people loved it, like any other action film now. Yeah. In fact, what was I watching? He dies in the last. He dies in the last one. He dies. They killed him in the last one. Yeah. Oh, Daniel Craig. Bond dies yeah. in the last one. He it's has true. a daughter, and he gets shot a bit, and the whole plot is awful. Yeah, but didn't uh, George George Lazenby die? Didn't they kill him off in when George Lazenby did his wife. the one? Killed his, wife. killed his wife. That makes me cry. That you'll be surprised. Can't to know. Right, I'll be on Majesty's well. Secret Can't Service. My mate thinks. My mate Andrew thinks that's one of the best Bond films ever made. Oh, it is. It's Red. brilliant. It's dubbed. This is the beauty of films. So what somebody loves, somebody else can just be like that. Yeah, you're right. I think why we like you know when we were talking before about when we were kids, and if you didn't go to the pictures to see a film, we didn't have Netflix, we didn't have Sky, we didn't have BBC iPlayer and all that. And films like that were put on on Christmas Day afternoon. Well, right yeah, so if yeah. you had one that you liked, 
you had a whole year to God. wait to see can it you again. Imagine? So can you imagine the excitement yeah. of enjoying that? Yeah. And oh. then seeing it was coming on again when you're yeah. a little bit older. Or if it had been a new one and it was out in the April and they put it on BBC on Christmas Day or ITV. It was like a real big thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Christmas is depressing enough without the modern films on. Jesus. No, but well, they no. still put the old ass on. Oh, yeah, the old Christmas ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. They didn't, put them on. Didn't they put them on on Sunday afternoons in the run-up to Christmas? I think so, yeah. Well, they will have done. Because in the last few years, I mean, we lost Sean Connery in 2020, didn't we? Roger Moore, was he the year before? He's, that's quite recently as well. Yeah. Roger Moore passed or Sir Roger Moore, Sir, Sir Sean Connery, they, they both passed away. Mm. Um, I, I, and Kananga's just died as well. I mean, he, he was literally only about three, four, five, six months ago, if that, for Christmas. If, if you have a look, if you buy like a radio and TV times at Christmas, like I always do once a year, and you have a look, you do find the Bond films. You find that they did the Adology and Kelly ones on this Christmas, didn't they? Yes. They, you'll find Chitty Bang Bang. You'll find the Wizard of Oz. You'll find the Sound, Sound of Music. music. See, whereas my Christmas you find them. Zulu. Yeah. Zulu, when I, I put Zulu on every year. I love it. It's a great film. I haven't reviewed that yet. But... Isn't it strange, though, how you've got all these things on Netflix? You've got them on DVD. Yes, because it's on the telly, it's still that same excitement. I was over the moon. Was it New Year's Day that the Sound of Music was on? Yeah, I was absolutely over the moon it. because it was on the telly. I've got it on DVD, but to actually know that it's coming on at half past two and to have your drink ready and just sit <laughs> with your quality street, it just brilliant. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a throwback, isn't it, to being younger? Have you watched the Sound of Music, son? Sound of Music? Oh, not all of it, though. Haven't yeah. You know, it's one of those films that I've, one, I've seen it, it a few times in passing because you've been watching it, but I don't think I've ever sat and watched it from beginning to end. It's like Greece. I don't think I've ever seen Greece from the beginning all the way to the end. No, I tell a lie. Of course, I have Greece. Uh, uh, the other one, West Side Story, I've seen bits of that. Probably haven't seen it all. Um, West Side Story is a lovely film. Well, I've just remade it, haven't I? Yeah, I don't fancy that. Less said about that, the better. Oh, I do. Do you no, know what's in you know, Dance Moms, the kid from that, that Maddie. Is she? Yeah, she's in it. Is she but, Maria? Yeah, uh, I don't know, but she's in it. She might be She can't because Maria's, Maria's South American, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Has a Spanish heart there or Portuguese or something? Is she Puerto Rican, is Puerto it? Puerto Rican, yeah, you something like that. Yeah. And um, she's very, she is a lovely. I don't Complexion. know, I just know I looked yeah. through the cast list and I thought, uh, oh, I know that name. I wonder who she is in it. God knows. Well, I, I think. See, I was going to suggest we went to go see it. I'm like, I don't know, Mother's Day or your birthday or something. But see what I've, the West Side Story. But because it's a Spielberg film as well, and I was like, bloody hell, Spielberg doing it musical. But what they've done is, I don't know why they've done it, and I, I don't know if I've read it wrong. But they've a lot of it's in the native language, whatever the native language is. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've never I seen it. I think it's part of American, right. isn't it? What, right. Whatever the language is, whether it's Spanish or what, I don't know what language is. Say it's Spanish, for I can say. Um, they've done it in. So they decided to do it in the proper language yeah. rather than English. Yeah, all right, understandable. But they hadn't subtitled it for those who don't speak that. So how are you supposed to watch it? I have to wait for it to come. How are you Netflix, supposed? Like, how are you supposed to watch it? Yeah. So because I read that and I was like. Eh. Well, that's daft, isn't it? Because it was meant. To, I mean, I don't... see, 
But you see, I can get that because yesterday your dad was flicking through that and there was a film on about Hitler in the bunker. He's actually taped it, right? But is it downfall, is it? I don't know, but Alec Guinness is Hitler in it, right? Oh, and no, it, I haven't seen it. And it's about the last days, however many days in the bunker. And Adolf Hitler is Alec Guinness and he talks like proper Queen's posh English. Have you not seen Derek? And we're all going, oh, yes, mein Fuhrer. Oh, yes. Um, yes, we'll just, um, the this... Russians are invading. And, and I was like, Derek, this is so wrong. This is take the turn, isn't it? Perhaps. No, but no, because we're on about no. accents and things. No, no, yeah, no, like, we are, yeah. Like to have Hitler talking in this. Yeah, but then you've got but Sean Connery. You've got Sean Connery in every film he's ever been in. Like he was in the hunt for an October, which he's amazing in. But he's playing a Russian general with a Scottish accent. So, so the better off sticking with their own accents. I mean, look, like look Chernobyl. at yeah. Or look at yeah, exactly. Or look at Mary Poppins. Dick oh, Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. You know what shocking I mean? money. This is what I mean. No, but then Robin Hood. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, nineteen ninety one. Kevin Costner said, "Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it, but I, I want to keep my American accent." Yeah. So then you've got Robin Hood, English folk hero, being played by an American, which adds sooner. It's like Sean Connery, The Untouchables, unbelievable film. He won a uh, best supporting actor uh, Oscar for that, um, and he 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 plays an Irish he plays an Irish cop because it's America and loads of Irish, right? And he but he's Scottish. He tries, he tries to do an Irish accent in like the first scene he's in. All right, now listen to what we're talking about now. And 53, I need to watch the, this, the last of this series soon because I've loved it. Well, it's 56 actually. <gasps> right, uh, so final thoughts because Mother's going to miss her program and Claire's going to, oh Christ, you're um, I've, I've got, got to get on and watch mine. Right, uh, final thoughts on Bond. I watch it on On Bond, I love it, I love it. A good Bond film, I don't think you beat him. The, the old ones. The old ones. They're just proper escapism, aren't they? And you just know that, well, obviously he dies in one of the new ones, but you just know that he's going to win. He's going to get the girl, shag his way around wherever he is, and he just wins. He's great. Well, you can't say better than that, can you, Claire? You can't say better than that. The only thing that one's missing is a casino. Out of all the bad he things. does teach her gin rummy though, doesn't he? On the train. Yeah. He does, but it's there's really no casino. casino. <laughs> there's no casino. But uh, yeah, okay. Thank you for joining me, my guests. Oh, you're welcome. I've enjoyed that. And I've enjoyed that. That you know, it's gonna sound dead testy the first half of it all, me whinging on. Oh yeah, you were yeah, you were a bit whingy. Uh, anyway, sorry for the whinginess, everybody listening. It's actually um, so we have to live with that, don't we? I don't. Uh I don't know, it's true. Okay. um Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with another review.